2: Now
4: Welcome, welcome, everyone. My name is Sean, and today we got to talk about what's going on in the city of Chicago because black residents of the city of Chicago have decided to band together, form an organization in order to put pressure on Brendan Johnson to end the city of Chicago's sanctuary city status, close off the city to migrants because they're sick of resources of the city of Chicago being diverted to those migrants rather than the black residents of the city we're gonna get into this we're gonna talk about it but before we do i want to thank everybody who signed up over at actualjusticeword.com slash join
5: give me the money give you give me the money
4: okay? And thank you to the podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform. So if you guys are not aware, Chicago and many other liberal cities across this country have designated themselves sanctuary cities. Now, this has been true for a long time in this nation. However, during the Trump administration, cities like Chicago and New York City in particular, among many other left-wing cities, passed a virtue signaling piece of legislation to make themselves extra welcome to migrants an extra sanctuary city that refuses to work with federal law enforcement in in relation to immigration-related cases. Now, in the city of Chicago, this was signed in particular by Lori Lightfoot, who was one of the worst mayors in the city of Chicago's history, often compared to Beetlejuice. However, she was replaced by the significantly worse mayor, Brandon Johnson, and he's continued the policy of embracing migrants. So it's interesting to see how residents of Chicago have been fighting back against every single representative that's in favor for a read on every level, because they've had enough of their resources being diverted in order to assist these migrants. And to give you an idea of how ridiculous it is, if you come to Chicago as an illegal immigrant, as somebody who is potentially defrauding our asylum system, then you are guaranteed some level of housing by the city of Chicago, some food, some shelter, some other things in order to take care of you, because we got to protect our sacred immigrant even if they're coming here illegally and even if they're clearly and obviously abusing our immigration system because they're claiming asylum yet they're coming through six different countries that they could have obviously claimed asylum in because in reality they're economic migrants however if you're in the city of Chicago and you're actually homeless you're dealing with drug addiction then you're essentially on your own now granted they have these ridiculous departments of homeless services and all that But you're not getting the same tender, loving care that these illegal immigrants are getting. And people in Chicago seem to be fed up with this.
5: We've seen several buses drop off migrants here near this Greyhound bus station in the South Loop. Former Mayor Lori Lightfoot made it clear this city would be a safe haven for migrants. But some Southside residents are hoping Mayor Brandon Johnson will close that door.
4: Now, as you can see, the local news reporter is talking about how the buses are arriving in the south shot of Chicago and Lori Lightfoot in reference to the legislation that I just talked about made it clear that this was a safe place for migrants however i just want to point out that places like the south side of chicago are more dangerous than many places in latin america so maybe that's not exactly where you would want to go if you were a migrant but the thing is these places have a bunch of incentives and or magnets that draw in immigrants to the city of chicago in particular but residents have had enough with it residents are tired of it so let's hear from some of these residents about the south side of chicago and how they don't want these migrants there
5: we are taxpayers we're property owners our money should go towards fixing our communities not supporting people who have not put a dime into our communities
4: now look i don't know jessica jackson i've never seen her before never heard of her organization but what she's saying makes perfect sense We're taxpayers, we're property owners, we're citizens of this country, residents of this city, so our tax dollars should benefit the people that actually live here. Our immigration policy, to broaden this out, should benefit the citizens that are already here in the United States of America and not cater to foreigners.
5: Strong words spoken outside of City Hall by Jessica Jackson and others who are part of a group called Concerned Black Citizens of Chicago. The South Side has been under-resourced underfunded for years for decades and it's just it's disrespectful to the community
4: now this is the part where i wholly disagree with jessica jackson because she's talking about the under resourced nature or the underfunding of the south side of chicago but let us be clear about what is actually going on in the south side of chicago crime is out of control Because of that, people don't want to invest in that area. Remember, we talked about on this channel in our last video on Chicago about how the grocery stores are all closing in these areas, and Brendan Johnson is saying in response... He wants to open and operate a government-run grocery store, which, by the way, do exist in some very small communities that are not sufficiently sized in order to support a grocery store, but in no way, shape, or form should be happening in the third largest city in the United States of America. But much like Brandon Johnson's predecessor, and actually worse so, Brandon Johnson doesn't care about enforcing crime. When there's too much crime, insurance rates go up, businesses don't want to invest in the area. So the under-resourced nature of the South Side of Chicago has nothing to do with not enough public dollars being put in or racism or whatever and everything to do with the behavior of the residents of the city of Chicago. But considering that they're housing the migrants in police stations at this very moment, this is a situation where the migrants are actually making the crime problem worse even if they're committing crimes at a much lower rate than residents of the South side of Chicago because they're just slowing down and gumming up the system in terms of the police because now the police have to function more as migrant housing and caretakers rather than going after the crime in the South side of Chicago. So it is making the problems worse, but I do want to make it a hundred percent clear when these people are talking about under resource or under investment, they're saying that more government spending will solve the problems well guess what we've seen time and time again that that is not the case that's not the problem in the south side of chicago crime is the problem however that is being exacerbated by the migrant crisis and diverting money from the police and other government services in order to deal with these migrants gets us no closer to a solution on crime in chicago
5: many called on mayor brandon johnson to put a stop to migrants coming into the city lamart edwards specifically talking about a recent meeting about proposed migrants housing in roseland near halstead and 115
4: now i will give credit to these black residents even though i think they're totally wrong about the under-resourced nature of the South Side of Chicago. They are calling for Brandon Johnson. And remember, this is his voting base. Black residents in Chicago, the people in the most crime-afflicted areas voted for Brandon Johnson the most. That's why he's the mayor. This is the opposite of New York City, where the people who are most impacted by crime voted for the toughest on-crime candidate. In Chicago, they voted for the softest on-crime candidate, and they're angry about the sanctuary city policies, and they're seeking some kind of reversal from brandon johnson and they don't want more resources diverted from their community in order to pay for these migrants so in this particular instance these people did in fact vote for this not just on a national level but on a local level however they're trying to apply some pressure on brandon johnson in order to produce change and i support them in that
2: Order now
1: fighterflare.com
4: flare.com However, I do believe it's completely and utterly a lost cause because Brandon Johnson is an insane ideologue. Remember when they talked about mobs of people in Chicago attacking citizens of looting stores and all that brandon johnson said that he was offended by that because you're comparing the kids to al capone a complete and utter distraction from the topic at hand but that is because brandon johnson doesn't give a damn about crime we just want to know what he's going to do about that we don't want those in that area at all again you have a guy who sounds reasonable he sounds sensible i might disagree with him on a whole host of other policy issues but on this i understand and i'm sympathetic however i'd like to divert away from the person speaking to this guy behind him who's wearing a bike helmet and just overall looks pretty lame. I'm not saying that you need to have absolute chads as your white representation, but considering we've been told often that representation matters, the fact that this guy is standing in the background and he's the only white guy in there should make all of you full whites uncomfortable. I'm half Hispanic, so I don't fall into this category. I don't get bogged down in this, but honestly, look at what they're doing to you right there in the city of chicago i'm just saying
5: we asked mayor brandon johnson will chicago continue to be a safe haven
4: yes
6: um look during difficult times sometimes there are individuals um who feel the pressure and sometimes our values um are called into
4: question so to me it is very interesting how much the representatives do reflect the voting patterns when we're talking about the issue of migration brandon johnson ran as the most progressive candidate he ran on abolishing the police he ran on destroying civilized society in order to fight back against evil white racism and of course any kind of immigration restrictions according to the progressives is in fact evil white racism so even with Chicago residents having enough, even with the city's resources being completely stressed, even with the giant budget deficit that they're operating with. When asked if he's going to continue on this path, he said, yes, definitely, 100%. I'm 100% on board and committed to this policy. You compare and contrast that to Eric Adams and even Governor Kathy Hochul in New York, who are talking about how this is an absolute disaster, and we need some kind of restrictions over at the border to prevent people from coming to New York City. And you could see the difference not only in who's backing the politicians, but in the fact that people get what they vote for, largely to a certain extent. And in Chicago, that is proving a 100% and true
5: His response comes as more migrants are dropped off in the South Loop. More than 1,700 migrants are sleeping on the floors at several police stations.
4: Now, like I just said, they have 1,700 migrants sleeping on the floors of the police stations. Chicago is in desperate need of a greater police deployment in order to deal with criminality. So this is just a distraction, an obstruction, something that is going to delay the actual deployment of law enforcement. Not that Brandon Johnson wants to do that anyway, but even in instances where they would be deployed... It just creates a bunch of problems for them and this is a complete and utter disaster that was honestly asked for by these liberal cities and I have to give credit to Cenk Uger of all people for pointing out that Greg Abbott and other border governors are right to send the migrants to places like
3: this. So look, I said this on day one, I'm gonna repeat it even uh, with greater fervor today, Uh, I think that what Texas did makes sense Uh, and so I know that a lot of people on the left don't want to hear that. But think about it, guys, so they had this immigration problem all along, and it wasn't spread out to many different states, it was just in Texas. And of course, other border states. And the federal government kept saying, man, I don't care. Okay, now to be fair the federal government, it doesn't just quite say that. It has a lot of different uh, programs in place. The idea that there's open borders is nonsense. No, there's a border and they enforce it. They return people all the time, etc. But tons of people come in and the border states said, why? Why do we have to shoulder all of this by ourselves? And started shipping it to other places that were more left wing and said they were more open to immigrants. You're open to immigrants, here you go, here's immigrants. And now all of a sudden New York realizes,
4: Okay, well, being open to immigrants has consequences, right? Credit where credit is due. Cenk is right about that. He's sensible about that. Now, during the course of that video, he also said that because these cases, asylum cases, take three to four years, that we have to fast track the work permits because Jenk is under the belief that the work permits take three to four years in order for them to be actually applicable. Now, I
3: didn't know this until recently. Asylum seeking, of course, takes a little while. Everybody knows that. But it turns out, the process normally takes three to four years. Correct. Yeah. So what are you supposed to do in the three to four years? Well, that's why they're asking for those work authorizations.
4: And that's wrong and stupid. It's actually a 180 day waiting period and give credit to the Biden administration for not trying to fast track it, although he can't do it because of the law because that would create a greater magnet. But other than the fact that Jenk has no idea that work permits are authorized within 180 days of arrival and not when your asylum case is fully adjudicated i give him credit for analyzing what's going on at the border and what these liberal cities asked for and saying that they got what they asked for
6: we're moving um, migrants into um uh, brick and mortar um at at a rate that is um, expedited
4: Why does Brendan Johnson talk so slow? Why does he always look confused, befuddled, and sound completely ridiculous? Again, this is a guy who used to work in the public schools. He used to have some role in education, and he's completely dumbfounded every time I hear him speak, slow talking his way through press conferences, and it's embarrassing. But even more embarrassing is what the local news reported that Brendan Johnson said after the fact
5: mayor johnson says migrants should not face human rights violations and they should live in comfort
4: yeah nobody is in favor of human rights violations i think we can all agree to that however the idea that migrants are entitled to a life of comfort for breaking the rules of our asylum system is just an absolutely disastrous proposition and honestly They should send more migrants to the city of Chicago, strain their resources even more so Brandon Johnson can talk about how they are entitled, they have a divine right from the gods to break our immigration laws in order to live in comfort on the taxpayer's time. It's ridiculous, it's absurd, when you think about the absolute squalor that homeless people in the city of Chicago live under and you hear him say something like that you realize that brandon johnson is completely useless as a politician unless of course you assess what his actual goals are in politics which is of course to destroy the system to make room for the socialist utopia so brandon johnson you're a buffoon you you guys deserve this over in the city of chicago i am glad to see people fighting back i hope you get the change that you wanted but in reality the change that you wanted should have been instituted during the primary process when you ousted lightfoot and you had the chance to replace her with a tough on crime mayor you didn't do so you ended up going with brandon johnson and look at what you have wrought for your city but hey Those are just my thoughts. Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. If you like the video, show me by leaving a like. Subscribe for more content. Follow me on my social medias. Support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about the city of Chicago raging over migrants again. Till next time.
2: now violent crime across
1: the u.s has skyrocketed just recently a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in washington dc this comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building between mass shootings kidnappings burglaries and carjackings it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself